Hello, hello. This is your host, Gyutama, and welcome to My Food Lens Podcast, where we talk about everything from food photography, styling, to business and mindset. After 15 years as an architect, I switched careers and I'm now a professional food stylist and food photographer based in Singapore. I'm also the founder of the business My Food Lens, where we help clients elevate their brand through drool-worthy photos. My motto is, put your best food forward. Well, here on this podcast, I promise to keep it raw and real and hope you find your answers, action and inspiration as we move through the episodes. This is episode four, and today we're talking about top life mantras that can help to increase your productivity. Because really, who doesn't wish they were more productive? I do. Sometimes I find myself starting off a day great. I'm working through my tasks, staying on track, and then I get onto social media for a minute and bam, hours are gone. I get sucked in and it just takes away that flow of energy that I was feeling, you know, while getting my work done. Or uh, sometimes I'm just feeling low. I'm not feeling up to it. You know, it might be because of a personal situation or something not quite going right in my business. Well, whatever the reason, it impacts how I perform and accomplish my day's work. In fact, there are so many such situations that impact how productive we are in a day. And I've struggled with it myself. Uh, You know, but over the years, I've come up with a few mantras that always get me out of that unproductive slump I feel. So these mantras, I've established them for myself, but from different sources. And uh, I think you'll like to hear. So one of them was from an inspirational book. All right. And then there's one which I got from a workout video that I watched on YouTube. One of my mantras is from my CEO of the architectural firm that I worked in before and, you know, just so forth. So basically, I've just taken these learnings from everywhere that I could and I've just applied them to myself and not just life and my personal life, but to my business as well. And it has helped me immensely, which is why I would like to share them with you. These are not earth shattering, but these are mantras that have kept me going for years now. So the first one, my top mantra is called know your purpose. You know, long, long back, I was, I think, scrolling on Instagram and I stumbled upon this talk by a life coach. I don't even know how I reached her page. I don't know. Maybe it was just showing up on my feed. I don't know. Maybe it was a sponsor, but I just can't even remember how I landed on that talk by that life coach. And that talk was coincidentally all about the pressures of social media. And, you know, in between everything that that coach said, whose name I can't even remember right now, she brought up this practice of know your purpose. Now, no matter what we do, it helps to know what our purpose is. For example, if we like photography, it helps to know whether our purpose is to find joy or to make a business out of it or to teach others or all of it. Just knowing what we do why we do is so important. It keeps us on track and we know exactly how to drive our productivity towards that purpose. 
and not just in our work, but also in our life. You know, I mean, how often have you been on Instagram scrolling your feed and suddenly hours are gone? Like it happened to me. It's happened so many times. Or, you know, uh, sometimes you're just on someone's page and then there's just this feeling that fills you up that you're not doing enough just because they are doing so much. So in these situations, knowing your purpose, why you are on social media is so important. We need to ask ourselves, are we there to post content? Are we there to engage with our community? Are we there to find inspiration? Are we there for entertainment? Just knowing our reason helps us to stay in check. You know, that way we can just keep a tab on how much time we are spending. And the moment we begin to feel like, oh, we are going astray, we just check ourselves and come back to our purpose. When we are aware, we're able to dedicate the needed time on social media and just pull back and get back to continuing our day productively. So just knowing what our purpose is, is so important, especially in today's world where social media has become everything. And you know, this also ties into your feelings when you're on social media. So if you're looking for inspiration, stay on track. Don't go to pages that make you feel negative. Go to work that inspires you. Keep a check. Know your purpose, right? So just knowing what your intent of being on social media is can keep you so focused. It can make you aware of your emotions and pressures because you know that you might be going off track and also off track on the time that you need for your work. So for me, I apply this practice to everything in my life, like literally everything from big to small, you know, even something like cooking. So let's say if I'm cooking something, I set my purpose. I develop this clarity for myself. You know, am I cooking for photography or I'm or am I cooking for eating for immediate consumption? That helps me plan my photo shoots. That tells me how I need to spend the rest of my week or the next day. That tells me what I need to buy for my photo shoot. That also tells me what I don't need to if, if in case we are eating the food right away. It just helps me plan, it helps me become efficient, it helps me to stay productive. And that's why I I just put everything that I do, I just put this practice into it and keep asking my, me the question, what is the purpose of me doing this? Why am I doing this? And it just gives me so much clarity, it makes me so much better in what I do. You know, even if I'm exercising, I set my purpose. Okay, this might sound a little extreme, but trust me, I, I, I really find that it helps me a lot. So if I'm exercising and I set my purpose, Let's say my purpose is to burn a lot of calories and that is because I've had a lot of carbs, I've loaded up on rice or maybe sweets. I know that I need to get all those calories out. So if burning calories is my purpose, I go running, right? But if I've kind of gotten my workout for the week done and all I need is a good stretch, good relaxation, really get those muscle, muscles stretching, I do yoga because I set my purpose for exercising based on what my requirement is. And before I start, I know exactly what the intention of that workout should be. So I know what I need to achieve through the workout. I don't 
end the workout feeling guilty that ah, I didn't do my, you know, I didn't get enough calories burned today or, you know, I should have maybe done weights. That's because I already know what I was going for. I already set my purpose in the beginning. I knew I wanted to achieve something and that's what I went for. So just knowing this mantra, just practicing this whole thing about knowing your purpose, setting your intention, it is just so powerful. And it's not something that people do spiritually or emotionally, but it's every little thing that we do in life and it's applicable to Every situation that comes our way, really, guys, it has truly changed my life over the years. It's helped me in my business and it's helped me so much in making my decisions during the course of the day in my personal life as well. And sometimes it takes away social pressures. Sometimes it takes away social obligations. Sometimes it helps me to grow my business. And sometimes it just gives me peace of mind. So this is definitely my top mantra and I call it know your purpose. My second mantra is called make it count. Now you like to hear this so hear me out. I think it was about six or seven years back I would say I used to follow this lady I think her name is Jillian Michaels but correct me if I'm wrong I used to follow her on YouTube and I used to follow all her workout routines they were intense they were crazy but so good you know so after her workouts my muscles would hurt I would really feel it But what was amazing and it's sort of strange in its own way was that I knew how tough her workouts were going to be and yet I would always follow them and not just that. During the course of the whole 30-40 minute workout, I would keep pace with her. I would keep up with her without stopping and that woman is unstoppable man so just keeping you know pace with her was uh, it was pretty difficult but i did it knowing exactly how i would feel later on but there was something in me that made me do it and it took me a while to realize this but then i understood why it was because throughout the workout she would continue to say one thing and that thing was Make it count, guys. Make it count. So, you know, there was just this something in her voice and there was something about this. Make it count, guys. That that just kept me going. And no matter how much it hurt, I was like, yeah, I'm going to make it count. So for me, I had taken the time to work out. I was taking the pain to do those exercises. And I had to make it count because she said so. And she was just pumping that energy in us by saying those three words, make it count. Well, I got the best outcome by giving it my best. So in the end, it yes, it hurt, but it inspired me. It pushed me and it made me realize how far I could go, how capable I was of stretching those muscles of, or, you know, of doing those exercises of how many planks I was capable of, of just those push-ups, man. So there was this something magical about these words. And since then, they st- they've just stuck in my head and they keep ringing in my ears. And I've practiced this whole concept of make it count into everything that I do, just like my other mantra, and it's worked wonders for me. I've literally taken them, these words, and turned them into everything that I do. You know, just doing something for the heck of it 
isn't worth it. And that's what I've realized. Doing something half willingly or half heartedly, it doesn't work. And you know why? Because it shows. It shows that it was done half willingly, that it was done half heartedly. And that's not what we want. When we put out everything into what we do, whether, you know, it can be anything, it can be cooking, cleaning, writing a book, taking a picture, ironing a shirt, maybe building a rocket, even playing piano. If we put our everything into what we do, it shows. Hard work shows and the world can tell. People are smart. And more importantly, you feel proud. You feel like you did justice because you're anyway putting the time, you're anyway putting the effort, then why not just do it well? You know, not only are you being productive, but you are doubling your success during that time of productivity by giving it your 100%. Okay, so now I'm, I'm going to give you a very typical example, something that happens with me all the time and a place where I've actually practiced this whole make it count guys concept, you know. So I'm going to run you through what happens with me and uh, I want you to imagine this with me. So imagine that you have set up a photo shoot. Whether you're a photographer or not, imagine that you're going to do a photo shoot. You're shooting food, all right? So you first spend the time in setting up your camera, you get your lens out, you've set up your tripod, and then you're shooting food, right? So you're cooking food. So you've before all of this, you've already spent the time in cooking food for the photo shoot. So that's taken maybe a part of your morning, a few hours. Then you set up your camera, your tripod, your lens, and then you start putting it all together. So you have to create this story, this composition that you will photograph later. And it, it has so many details. You have to make sure the food is great. You have selected your backdrop. You have your props that work. And all of this is even before you've taken the first shot. You have already done all that work. Now you begin to photograph. You're setting your camera angles, you're adjusting your light, and you worked for a few shots. And finally, you get one shot and you go, ah, oh, finally, okay, so you're, you know, by then you're like, yeah, great, it'll go into my portfolio. You're tired probably, so you decide to pack up. But imagine if you spend just a little more time in exploring the setup that you've just spent the entire morning creating. You've already got your portfolio shot. You've already done the base work. Then why not work on some skills and play with some camera lenses or maybe try a different light or even camera angles? I mean, you've already put in the hours of work in setting up the scene. Why not? Make it count, guys. Make it count. Well, what will happen, right? You might end up learning something new or you might end up with a few more shots for your portfolio from the same setup or you might just end up with a whole lot more satisfaction of being able to hone your expertise and to work on your skills. I mean, you'll end up with more photos, more knowledge, perhaps a better workflow for the next photo shoot, which will in turn increase your efficiency, your productivity, just make you feel better and more skillful. Now, I know this, it's that simple, but yet, yes, sometimes it can be hard enough. I mean, it is a mindset shift. You know, we have to start thinking differently. We have to kind of make that transition from, okay, I'm done now versus, 
can I do a little bit more? How do I give my 100%, maybe 110%? What will it leave me with? You know, I know I'm tired, but what if I feel better once I'm done? There are so many things in our mindset shift that require us to make this mantra come alive. And honestly, doing things well not only makes us more productive and efficient, but with constant practice, it just becomes second nature. And imagine that no matter what you do, even if it's making a cup of tea, no matter what you do, you can always make it count and make it look look effortless. You can do all of this effortlessly. Now, isn't that powerful that you are always in that state of mind where you're giving your 100% and all you need to do is remind yourself, guys, gotta make it count. But, But saying that, having said that, I just have to say that, you know, we still have to remember to be kind to ourselves. I mean, we don't want undue pressure. What we are trying to create here is a positive mindset. What we are trying to do is find a way out of the slump. That doesn't mean that we have to uh, pressurize ourselves to make this, you know, a whole big task. What we want it to become is our second nature. What we want is to make this switch effortlessly and to always be able to switch between these modes of slump versus productive. So, you know, we have to remember to be kind to ourselves and we have to be practical about our goals, how much how much we can do, what we can do and how much time. Yes, it's about giving your 100 percent, but really we have to be practical. If you have other commitments, we have to be practical about how we set our goals and our expectations. You know, we might not be in the best of health and in that trying to push ourselves to 110 percent because Jill and Michael said so or Dudema said so. No, that's not what we are trying to accomplish here. What we're trying to accomplish here is a way for you to be able to transition into this positive mindset when it is available to you, when you are feeling it, when you want to. This is a tool for you to practice. It's a resource. It's a mantra that I want to leave with you. So we must give ourselves grace when we need and then we should never ever put undue pressure on ourselves. Because, you know, we just want these healthy habits to become part of us and we slowly work towards it. It's not one day or two day. It's just a mindset that changes over time. I know, I know, I know. I know this is just a lot to absorb and there's just so much stuff that I've said here today. Uh, It's taken me years to absorb and come up with these mantras and I've just in the last 15 minutes, you know, uh, kind of uh, bombarded you with everything that I know, but which is why I think I'm going to just share my other mantras in the next episode. And they're as interesting as this and even more interesting because you'd love to know how I came up with those mantras and how I've used them in my life, in my business and how it's changed the world for me. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode And if you did, it'll be amazing if you could please leave me a review on whichever platform you might be listening. I would so absolutely appreciate it. Guys, you have no idea how much it counts in the podcast world. So if you could take the time to leave me a review, I'll say thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And with that, I'll see you next time with another episode. Until then, bye-bye.